Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello. Hello, 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 people. This week's episode is entitled Vukare. So in this episode, you'll hear a brief interview from my mom, who has not visited New Orleans in a while. Um, She recalls the last time she visited New Orleans was a couple of weeks before Katrina. So you'll hear her discussing um, the experience before Katrina and then her experience after finally returning after all of these years. You'll also hear... Um, an excerpt from a piece from one of my favorite New Orleans spoken word artists. She is a part of the New Orleans Slam team and has also been um, a participant in the Women's World Slam as well. And her name is Honey Sanai. I'm going to throw a piece of her, um, a performance piece of hers in this episode as well. And you'll also hear a performance piece of mine. As always, it'll close out the show. Let's get into it. Something else. We yeah. can get you something else. 
Okay, we can get you something else. It's interesting how the world-famous Cafe Du Monde on a Saturday morning is packed, full. Of course, the original had a line all the way down to the 300 sign. But over in the port in the mall, the Cafe Du Monde is excellent. And it's full of lively people, the chicory coffee, Mom's dusting off the the dust. It's a wonderful Saturday. So now my sister and I are on to round two. Our normal order is always two orders for her an orange juice, two orders, and for me a large coffee to start the day. Let's get it.
What happened? Are you drunk about me because I just got one? We left out the part where you was behind. New Orleans, Louisiana, home of the Cajun food, Creole culture, the most authentic forms of American spirituality, and the second line. You know, people are paying to get on and off a bus to tour this beautiful city when nothing beats getting your feet to the street. How can you learn about a city if you don't get out and meet it? the French Quarters. Historically called the Square. The Vukere. It is here in the Square that I first fell in love with New Orleans. New Orleans has its own sound. It has feet to the ground. It has rhythm in the movement. It has a southern drum that narrates the tone and the movement of a person. It is here in New Orleans that I come alive. It's as if my spirit is like, welcome back. Thank you for bringing me back to my stumping grounds. It's New Orleans. I don't know one person that hasn't fallen in love with New Orleans. The food, the music, the people. Eh. It's love. And it is this love affair that has led me home. It has been 12 years since my mother has been in New Orleans. And her first time visiting this beloved city with the two daughters she birthed. It's not the same, she says. The last time I was in New Orleans was some 12 or 13 years ago. It was amazing at the changes that they've done in 12 years. Mm. St. Charles Street is not St. Charles Street to me. It looks like a totally different city. 
the atmosphere was even different from before because when you went on St. Charles Street, everybody was friendly. They would holler at you across the street, ask you how you feel, how's your day going, or whatever. And if they could tell whether or not you was a visitor because of the way you walking and just looking at the amazing of the houses and the trees. Mm. And a lot of the trees was missing. Mm. So, it was quite interesting. All right, so how did you... So how was the energy this time around for you? How was the the vibe? I always say that New Orleans provides me a feeling. There is something in me that is just calm and peaceful when I'm go when I go to New Orleans. And even though I um like it doesn't look the same for me. Um each time that I go, I visit. It doesn't look the same each time I visit. I still say that there's this feeling that New Orleans offers me. So how 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 did it make? How did you feel in New Orleans this time around? I felt strange. Hmm? That's an interesting word. I felt strange when you know, normally when I went to New Orleans, it was there was this excitement. Mm. That would come over you the minute you hit the state line, it would be, wow, I beat it in a few minutes, and you'd be all excited. And it was that way until we got off the bridge mm, and started around and started noticing all the changes they had made throughout the city. It was like you was going into a strange land or a strange place. And it was amazing. Now, when we were at the mall and on the river, by the river, it was still, you still got that energy that you normally would get right in there and across around by the, um, walking around out there. You got that energy because you saw all the people. But just to go into New Orleans and not see people on the street, that was Something different mm. that you had never experienced. Yeah, okay. The okay. people on the street is what, walking the street is what made New Orleans. And then the different musicians on every corner was not on every corner. Mm. Okay, okay. You saw a few. And that was it. You could always walk around and hear jazz music going everywhere. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. So... I mean, it's New Orleans. It's got a lot going on. But as far as the old New Orleans, it's far from old New Orleans. Mm. Scott is on. It's the S-P-Y. And she's on. You're welcome to the Lord. I am trying to forget that she, too, is America. Her name is Brown Body and Full Lips. Sister to another part of me that sometimes I realize I still know too little about. You see, I've tried to disown my melanin-infested skin and replace my hair black and send butter versions of both, but she will not let me. Her name is Kinky Hair and Rounded Hips, tool she used to hold her pink heritage babies and future with she struggles. Posted on the block trying to take back some of her youth that was taken by men who wouldn't take no for an answer. Tries to hide in plain sight, she cloaks herself in womanhood and cocoa butter. Searching for opportunities, she breaks windows when she finds doors locked to her, and I've always called her ghetto. 
a bad influence on my assimilated sensibilities because she inspires angst in me that I usually can ignore because people don't hang up on my white phone voice. And I want to tell her that it's because she's lazy that she quit school. Not because her mother kicked her out at 15, because stepfather number three left Luke of her brown legs, sold from chasing dreams and converse speakers and shorts, and that simply comes sperm on to her second child. I want to tell her she can't get a job because of the way that she talks and writes, not because the office color code was reached with that new painting they just hung in the lobby, and I want to tell her that I am nothing like her. Just bear a striking resemblance to her mirror-like image. We bear the same brown body, full lips, kinky hair, rounded hips, and heritage, all of which I can ignore with my adoption of American ideologies, so let freedom run. This concludes this week's episode. I hope you enjoy yourself. Please like, share, and subscribe, but make sure you do return. Peace and blessings.